Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Habibis, three game developers drinking good Arab tea. I'm your host for this week, Osama Dorias. And I'm Fawzi Mesmar. And I'm Rami Ismail. I should have figured out who says what in what order. No, this is better. It's chaos. This is better. It's like I'm just waiting for Fawzi. Fawzi's just waiting for me. We're like, wait, who goes first? It's like a game of chicken, but Fawzi won. This reminds me of our very first episodes, right? Nothing like a bit of dead air to like really uh, make the just audience enjoy start, our episodes. Just to start things, just go like <laughs> comedic time. Really helps. Just like a good, just yeah. a good silence. Yeah. Gonna get the momentum going. Get people ready for the awkward silences when you know one of us drops out or like the connection breaks or whatever. Yeah, I'm on cellular internet for this podcast, so it's um, great. That's gonna Remember mean like I'm I gonna. Did from a car? It, I'm going to interrupt you sometimes. We're going to be talking over each other. This is going to be like a Zoom call, (laughs) but recorded audio. Mm, For everybody to enjoy. Wait, Zoom call? Am I muted? Can you hear me? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The obligatory Zoom greeting. (laughs) It it has to happen. Uh, You're muted, actually? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, it's important. (laughs) I love those um, group meetings when there's like, you know, more than 10 people in the room and you can tell that there's this one person that wanted to say something, but like, you know, either didn't want to or weren't, weren't following because they were emailing the entire time. And then like right. I said, when the meeting is over, they unmute for the first time. We got like, all right, thank you, everybody. And then that was, <laughs> that was great. That was great. Really good work, everybody. Well done. Really good. Uh, people don't even try to hide it. You're like in a meeting with them and they're emailing you about something yeah, completely exactly. different. You're like, aren't you paying uh, attention? I'm talking here. I have that in meetings every now and then where they're like, Rami, stop tweeting. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm like, wait, what are you doing on Twitter? They're like, what are you doing on Twitter? It's like, ah. Both of us told on ourselves. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, week uh, week week was good. Uh, finished Hawkeye, watched The Matrix, uh, got my analog pocket. Oh, I didn't uh, do that one. <laughs> playing Golden Sun, uh, starting to catch up with Destiny again. Good week all around. Yeah, I also finished a Hawkeye and watched The Matrix, and I I played an old classic game that I had missed when it came out. I played Firewatch and finished it for the first time. That's not a classic, man. You're not like, come on. You're you're the one that's the oldest of us. You shouldn't call that a classic. <laughs> what? I mean, didn't it come out like seven years ago at this point? That's yeah, not yeah, a classic. Like, that's like half my career. I can't even keep up anymore. I played a I played a classic the other day. It's Halo Infinite. <laughs> you might have heard of that's it. so last week rabbi yeah. come on get with the times <laughs> so, uh, i, I thought you were gonna say looked. something like throwing a trigger or something like that right. like, uh, know, yeah, yeah, i'm the yeah. same i'm like i'm ready for this like you know blast to the past and it's like no this is like middle of my career stuff well, it's, it's, it's really old for me because that like for me it's, if that if it's a game that made such a big impact and i miss it mm-hmm. every year that passes it feels like it's you know, it's 10 years that passed because people Me, talk yeah. about it and refer it. And I, I don't know what they're talking about. Because My favorite thing that. about Firewatch is I have a Firewatch shirt that I got from Sean Vonneman, who, oh. uh, who was one of the, the leads on the project or the lead on the project. I forgot exactly what he did. But at PAX, we would run into each other. And we sort of got this tradition of just like giving each other like very, very aggressive criticism about our games <laughs> while we were visiting each other's booth. Oh, but then one time I caught him talking to a journalist and I just kind of cut into the conversation and just started asking like, so Firewatch, did you just run out of budget? 
Like, did, like, what happened? Like, where did the guns go? That's like, actually an interesting it, conversation. That once we it, come back and start talking about games, we have something special. Yeah, we, you're walking away from the microphone, so it's hard to. What oh, happened? sorry, sorry. That, I, <laughs> So it says, we have something very interesting today. So, I was le- I was leaning back and getting comfortable. All right. How far do you lean back? Is your seat so back like flat? Is this like a business seat in an airplane? <laughs> He's leaning back all the way to the front door to pick up a package. <laughs> so so with with Sean, I was I was just giving him a lot of trouble, and we just kept. I'm just like, yeah. So you know, did you not have money for characters? Like, is that <laughs> is that what happened? Like, did you only have money for one VO, and that was it? And then eventually he just threw me a T-shirt, like, just get out of here. And I'm like, okay. And the journalist was just like, wow, this Robbie seems like a terrible human. That's actually a really funny thing about the 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 game because I, while playing it, it, after a sec. It kicked in that oh this is what they're doing it's an LA right. game that has very small moving parts and every time it tries to fool you after that that you're going to see someone else like, and there are many instances where like go over there and see this person or go over there and and meet that person I didn't buy it <laughs> right. you know like instantly like I'm talking about after the first 20 minutes of the game there was no point I would just wanted to see how they would cleverly not do it this time and, right. the, and then at the very end, and I know this is spoilerific. I'm not sure if we should. Uh, it's not really. Yeah. Oh, sorry, it's, a it's a classic game. <laughs> it's a classic. This is decades ago. <laughs> but at the very, very end, when you finish the game and you see the person in the helicopter, I was actually taken aback. I'm like, oh, my God, there's another character model. <laughs> this Probably is just what a they, copy of your own character model. Yeah. <laughs> this is what they chose to put their money on. Okay. Interesting. It's, it's a smart game. Smart yeah, game. Very anyway, good. speaking of games, I think yes. we have, uh, as Osama was saying, as he moved away from <laughs> oh, man, We I have some special today. As I was I getting comfortable. I a great segue for this. Uh, oh, which was, oh, oh. Firewatch was on one of my games of the year list when that game came out seven years ago. Speaking of wow. which. <laughs> Ooh, okay, we cut everything out before that and lean into the... Just, yes, this, is, this is like the first minute of the podcast. If you've been listening to us talk nonsense for seven minutes, <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. That never yes, happened. Please, Rami, please magically make this, uh, make me cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to do anything for that. That's not Aww. a challenge. Give me a challenge. Usually, Ravi does the other way around. It intentionally makes us look uncool. <laughs> no, no. I intentionally make pauses between us longer so that my destiny story falls even flatter. I'm still having a lot of fun with the Star Horse, for the record. Like, oh, sometimes, so sometimes I think about this between my, me and myself, and I just laugh out loud on my own. <laughs> <laughs> about, the, about the silence there yeah 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 but, but like yeah, how excited you are about this i like how like osama and i could not follow at all <laughs> like, that's very cool rob yeah like good for you <laughs> yeah. it just sounded like is this you what sound we sound like, like to our parents when we talk about yeah, video yeah, games? Exactly. <laughs> I think this is the first time I really had to reckon with the fact that not everybody cares as much about Destiny as I do. <laughs> everybody in Destiny is like, oh yeah, Star Horse, it's awesome, it's so it's so good. And then you, you two are just like, yeah, that's very exciting, Rami. Anyway, other things that are very exciting are games that came out in 2021. And I think we're going to go over the best ones. Oh it's my it's god. 2021 man. already? It's, Wait, what? <laughs> the year is over. My life is passing in front of me. Yeah. Right. That was yep. so quick. Remember January? 
<laughs> Barely. That was last week, right? <laughs> it was pretty recent. No, it's weird because it was both a very long year and a very short year, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, um, very eventful like, year, for sure. Yeah, a lot happened in my life. Uh, good, Same. bad, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, but all throughout... There were video games. I'm really trying to push it to that segment because this is going to take uh, this is going to take a good hour, and we're already ten minutes in. All right, you know, how, it's, how about it's a miracle that uh, video games are made generally? Yes. Right. It's, it's it's even more of a miracle that games are getting released during this pandemic. You know? I agree, 100. The challenges of making games remotely, onboarding people remotely, aligning remotely—they're huge. They're very it's really enormous. Big. Yeah. yeah, and the bigger the team, the bigger the challenge. In my humble opinion, can I can I can I can I test something? Yeah, I just I just want to figure out I just want to figure out how you feel how you two feel about this because I think it's a it's a big it's a big question. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Hitman Three? <laughs> I I I looked at it and I was, as I'm making my game of the year list, I was like, oh my god, it it came out this year. <laughs> That was January 20th of this year. That was January 20th of this year. We talked about it on this podcast. And then I realized every game we spoke about on this podcast is Game of the Year 2021 candidate. (laughs) Almost every single game we talked about that came out is a 2021 game. Oh my God. I just realized that now. (laughs) You realized that before I did. That's incredible. Well, I kept a list. Because otherwise I would not remember. I kept a list of what I played because otherwise I would not remember. Oh, wow. I, yeah. I've played like nearly 50 uh, new games this year. How are you supposed to just keep that straight? Which came out this year? So I, I, I was prepared. I knew we were going to do it. You see that <laughs> wow. You, 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 you extrapolated the past into the future. So, wow. At some point, <laughs> oh. we're going to do a game of the year list. I always write a game of the year list for Giant Bomb. So ah. I always keep track. Um, and I'm excited to do that. But uh, I guess people here are going to get a little preview of my thinking then. Yeah. Good. So how do we do I'm this a- with three people in three lists? How do we how do we start? Good do question. Just, how about we, we may- start with each of our number 10? <laughs> this is a very Arab thing. It's like, let's all get together and play some games. And then you sit down and like, which game? And it's like, oh. <laughs> Usually uh, FIFA, right? <laughs> I, like, uh, I like the idea of going uh, number 10 each. Yeah. But I didn't rank mine yet. Oh, oh you didn't rank yours. No, I didn't rank we mine. Do I just... Habibi's ranking uh, on the air. So we each uh, say our games in whatever order. And then right. um, the, the host. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, I see. I'm being volunteered here. All right. I'm in. I'm <laughs> prepares in. an Excel sheet and then we rank them uh, while we're doing this. Okay. Okay. All that right. sounds good. That sounds I'm good. In. I'm going to give That's them a score. Get the spreadsheet. Rank... <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. <laughs> Sama, get the spreadsheet and some tea. Yeah, try to one. The spreadsheet is ready. Go, go, go. Nice. Wow. All right. Fozzy. I knew how to pick. It would have taken me at least 40 seconds more. <laughs> right. All right. All right. All right. So, so how about Fozzy starts? And then I, in the meanwhile, I'm just going to make sure that I get my favorite 10 of the year out of my list because I have like 35 games listed. Okay. So I, sh- I should play my 10 games. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I so. sent you the, the link to the spreadsheet. That's great. No, you you uh, can see it live. Right, that's great. Osama, uh, just Fauzi doesn't know how to type, so can you can you just make sure you do it? <laughs> I'm typing it. I'm typing uh, it. Uh, hold on, hold on, I'm, hold on. Just in case hold you want to see it. <laughs> All right. I have them in uh, in ranked order as well, but um, I'll, I'll say them just for kicks, and then we can talk about them as we're uh, ranking them in the sheet, okay? Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. So my number 10 is Metroid Dread. Okay. Number 9 okay. is Deathloop. Okay. Number eight is Riders Republic. Okay. 
Number seven is Resident Evil Village. Number six is It Takes Two. Number five is Persona 5 Strikers. Okay. Number four is Hitman 3. Number three is Unpacking. Number two is The Artful Escape. And number one is Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow. Oh. Okay, I had missed the nine. Can you repeat the nine? Just the, the first nine, nine Osama. No, no, no. Uh, so just the I, first between nine. Between Metroid's Metroid Dread and R- Riders Republic, smart. Uh, that, but... uh, that loop. It was that loop. That loop. Now I got them all. <laughs> I, I usually like so when I publish my list every year. I, I uh, put my top fifteen games of the year. Oh, so, uh, I, so I just put the top five. ten. But there's five that are out. Can I say them anyway? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Okay. My number 15 is Psychonauts 2. Okay. 14 is Curse of the Dead Gods. Mm-hmm. Uh, 13 is Wild at Heart. Oh, yeah. uh, 12 is WarioWare. And 11 is Valheim. Oh, very okay. good choices. Okay. All right. I guess Thank you. I, I'll go next while Remy's still figuring out yep. his order. Yep, yep, yep. Does that make sense? Yep. Right. Go for it. So um, this is a very different list than, than Fozzie's, which is part That's of the, cool. the fun of it. Uh, my number 10 is Backbone. Okay. My number mm-hmm. nine was Guardians of the Galaxy. My yeah. My number eight is Loop Hero. My number seven is It Takes Two. My number six is Slice and Dice. My oh. number five is Unpacking. Okay. My number four is Forgotten City. My number three is The Artful Escape. My number mm-hmm. two is Inscription, and my number one is Returnal. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. I need, I need right. to say, like I was telling uh, Rami this uh, uh, as we were waiting for some for the recording. Uh, the, um, I wasn't late. I was the first person to show up. And then right. you were in also the, the, the last three person minutes, to show up. <laughs> in the three minutes that we were waiting for Osama to show up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that I really want to play Encryption and Loop Hero. But those are like um, some of the games that I couldn't play. Yeah. So I'm excited to see that um, you caught them on your list. And uh, yeah, I wonder if Rami had it on his. Let's yeah, find out. well, so I didn't rank mine and I still oh, haven't ranked mine. Oh, so no. I'm just going to give you 10 games. And I'll rank them for you. Is that how it works? That, that, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Osama, you're a genius. Uh, <laughs> let's it. go. Um, so I have Persona 5 Strikers, uh, which I, you know, really really liked and i'm just checking whether my next game is actually 2021 i think it is uh oh god i don't i need to check we'll fact check you just to just say yeah it. tell us yes it is bowser's fury yes it is 2021 yeah you Perfect. spoke about it on the podcast that's the yeah, it, that's it, true yeah. that's true it's it's one of my honorable mentions as well i i right. had a hard time knowing if i should put it or not because it is right. a 2021 but is it you know mm. well, bowser's mm. fury is that's yeah. true. That's why I specifically said Bowser's Fury and not Super Mario 3D World Bowser's Fury. Like the yeah. Super Mario 3D World was pretty good, but the Bowser's Fury really got to me. Yeah, it's really I, nice. I had a similar thought about Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which is which I absolutely loved playing it from beginning to end, back to back. But right. is it a new? So yeah, okay. So let let's just get my complicated ones out of the way. I have both Mass Effect Legendary Edition and Destiny 2 Beyond Light just on one line because oh. they're both sort of like old games but ongoing i guess there's destiny on a rami list what a shocker what a i'm expecting all 10 lines to be destiny expansions <laughs> destiny 2 star horse uh, i and then another one that is a little complicated but i'm going to put it here because it was such a step up over the original was near replicant yeah 
All so, your favorite uh, games list, from this year I, are from other years. Yeah, uh, right. also on my list, but I didn't want to uh, because it was a remake-ish right. remaster. Yeah, I feel that it's just such a, such a better version than the original that, uh, you know, like I, I felt it deserved it. Yeah. It's true. Then I have uh, the predictable ones. I have Unpacking, Loop Hero, The Artful Escape, and Inscription. Osama can type real fast. It's really good. Yeah, I can hear that. <laughs> and then finally, I have Opus, Echo of Starsong. Oh, uh, yes. It's um, on my I haven't finished list, but I really right. enjoyed. And then I want to do an honorable mention for Babel Royale, which came out the other day, and it's been like an addiction. Okay, so I'm missing one game for you. I'm going to repeat them and tell me what I missed. I have Persona right. 5 Strikers, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, Destiny 2 Beyond Light, Near Replicant, uh, Unpacking, Loop Hero, Artful Escape, Inscription, and Opus. That's nine. Persona 5 Strikers is the last one. I, that was the first one I meant. That's still nine. Oh, uh, wait. One, two, You, you three, owe me one four, game, Rami. Five, You're shortchanging me. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I have ten. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, I see what's happening. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, then just put Babel Royale. Babel Royale? Babel Royale. I don't know that. Yet. It's a Battle Royale <laughs> game where you play Scrabble against each other. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay it's that very good great. it's very good you you basically you start by dropping a letter onto a scrabble board from the sky <laughs> all of you <laughs> and then you you make words and if you manage to connect your most recent word to uh, the most recent word of an opponent you defeat them wow. and then there's a circle that gets smaller and if your active word so the last word you wrote is in the shrinking circle you start taking damage and then there's a bunch of power-ups that you can use and save for and it's great. We should play some Babel Royale sometimes. That's that sounds like Fortnite that sounds like fun. Scrabble. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that. super good Scrabble. Yeah, I bought I bought the season pack, <laughs> which allows you to pick your starting letter. That's wow. That's <laughs> that's a decision. I can't wait to try this. It's intriguing. It's very good. <laughs> it's I, love a, it, I love that it's made it into the top ten list of Rami almost on a technicality. <laughs> it was like I thought I had ten. Oh well, now it's ten. <laughs> There's, I have a lot of games that could still make it on there. Like obviously yeah. Returnal, I have Metroid Dread, I have Hitman. I could I couldn't go with Unsighted. There's a lot of games that I still yeah. want to mention, but there, it's yeah. if we're gonna do a top ten list and we're gonna try and make the Habibi's top ten list, yeah. then uh, I think yeah, yeah. I, I think agree. we're gonna have to simplify I had, it. I, had I also have games that um, like you Wild know Myth, like yeah. Wild Myth, Chicory. Um, there was like a bunch of games there. that were like oh. pretty good. Yeah. That well, I would have loved for them to make it on um, Age of Empires, the new one. Like, there's a bunch of yeah. cool games, but uh, Eastward, Ratchet and Clank, Detroit yeah, Effect. Ratchet and Kevin Clank, the Car Loser, Forza Forza Five. City. Yeah, there's yeah. so many. Like, <laughs> I could so have made many. a separate top ten list, and it would have been almost as accurate. There's just right. so many good games. Yeah. All right. So yeah. how do we do this? How do we give them scores? Do we like like I, I the designer in me has a, a something in mind, but I know you're all designers. So what do you? How do we how do we figure out our top ten live? I think I think what we're what we should do is probably just see which games are already multiple mentions. Good start. So like the one I see is made it in all of our lists are the Artful Escape. Yep, we all have it. Yep, um, we all have Unpacking. Yep, the, those are the two games that all three of us have. Yeah, yep. I think that's correct. Uh, okay. And then let's see what the doubles are, because I think both me and Fauzi mentioned Persona 5 Strikers. That's right. I think uh, Inscription got mentioned between me and Osama. That's right. Uh, Loop Hero, Loop Hero as well, between yeah. you and Osama. Uh, 
YouTube Guardians of the Galaxy between me and uh, Osama, and it takes yeah. two between me and Osama as well. Yep, yep. And then beyond that, it's all uniques. So, so we we fight over them. Basically. We yes. fight over them. So, so we we're going to play some Battle Royale. Almost. We have our Habibi's top five, kind of. Yeah, so yeah. We... <laughs> Habibi's top five. Yeah. So let's all rank right. those first and then fight over the next five. Yeah. So right. the number one and number two, Artful Escape and Unpacking. Which order? For me, For me I, would have, I would have had Artful Escape as my number one. Oh, yeah, great. Like, just as easily as uh, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. All right. I had Artful Escape as my number three and Unpacking as five. So yeah. I would right. agree with Fozzie. Yeah. If, if I, had I had to rank it. As my number two and Unpacking at number three. Like you can tell that they're both very close and dear to me. Right. Um, but I had Artful Escape higher. All right. Yeah, for me, for me, I would I would start when unpacking. That would be my number one. I think mm-hmm. uh, oh. I really like the artful escape. I thought it was really well done. But uh, unpacking has just a certain level of elegance to it. Yeah. That I just I I just am so impressed by that game. That I agree. I think more than the immediate experience of playing it, I think unpacking will just be stuck in my head for years as like, a, oh, you can you can do that, right? Yeah. Um, I agree. They, they're both going to because artful escape yeah. actually. Caused me to think a lot about why I'm and who I'm making, how I should. So yep. both of them are. Right. Artful Escape for me is always like, because um, I was talking to uh, some of the people in the Discord channel earlier this morning, um, because I am looking a lot into the creative uh, process and all of uh, that kind of stuff. Like, you know, the Artful mm-hmm. Escape is that embodied in a video game to some extent. It's a personal journey into discovering your own creative process to some extent. And it's right. made in a video game in a way that uh, uh, it's uh, both brave and naive at the same time. It's hard but, not to love it for me. But at the same time, if I took exactly what you just said and changed the creative process to life <laughs> and then changed art for escape to unpacking, <laughs> that entire statement would still work, which is, I guess, why these two games are fighting for the top spot. They're so good. They're both, they're both, both amazing games. games. That Exactly. They speak to like life in a way that, you know, video games rarely really do. And they both do it with such a level of elegance and like precision that it's, uh, you know, there's, I think there's no question about that. These are the, at the top of the, of the games list this year. So mm-hmm. I, we'll fight over one or two later. Let's see if we can get three, four, five figured out. Yeah, let's do that. That's a okay. tricky one. Um, Let's, so, let's, let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy because I know all three of us played it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Yeah. So uh, yes. all three of us played the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, mm-hmm. All three of us played the Takes 2. Yes. Yeah. So maybe we can talk about these. Yeah. Uh, I did because not. Because with Encryption and Loop Hero, I just know that they're great, but I have, you know, haven't managed to play them. Right. All right. Uh, yeah, let's talk Guardians of the Galaxy. I, you know what? Uh, when I finished Guardians, when I when I when I finally was done with that game, I really appreciated it. I thought it was really good, but I still feel like it it came together somewhat wonkily at points. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what ended up just dropping it off my top ten list. There was so there were so many games this year that were just so solid and so well executed that Guardians it really shines on narrative, right? Yeah, it just really it, does. It, it's just like it's a it's almost like a beacon in terms of like how to handle narrative for like a small group of people that you all have to care for like was a very um precious story um but in terms of gameplay i i enjoyed it but too often i kind of felt like okay i'm doing this yeah 
Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. I don't think it was in terms of like mechanics or gameplay or combat that special, but mm-hmm. the narrative was so good and the banter between characters was so good. It yeah. like I it's seriously as like aspirational when it comes to that level. Like I think a lot of games are going to watch closely what Guardians did and yeah. try to take something from it and be like, "Okay, this is how you do interactions like yeah. narrative interaction." <laughs> It's masterclass level in which, like, you know, a, a, a busy cast of characters all somehow got their space. Yes. Right. Yeah, for and, sure. And, and the stage in which all of this was set up was really inspiring in terms of, like, you know, I know it's based on the comics and whatnot, but it really brought it to a very spectacular level of, like, you know, I, a backdrop of an, a very incredible story to be told. Right. Yeah, yeah I agree. I I, I guess bigger uh, the bigger question for us is like what what are we basing this list on right like are we making mm-hmm. a list for us are we making a list of like here's the ten games you should play are we making a game of like here's the ten list game developers are inspired by like what <laughs> yeah. I mean it's what a list bit of are both? we making it's a bit of both because yeah. right? it's like we're three game developers drinking tea yeah. talking about <laughs> games and these are like right. the the you know the consolidation of the games that all three of us thought were really right. good this year. You know, yeah. but it's, I mean, it's it's not a judgment on the game. It's like our taste in games, right? You know? Right, for yeah. sure. I'm, I mean, so so to to just swap it real quick. To it takes two, then, right? Yeah. Um, I actually, I I really I really appreciate uh, I really appreciate the work that they're doing with co-op gameplay. I thought it was well done co-op gameplay. I just I appreciated the game at best. I actually mm-hmm. I actually think I did not like it. Takes two. Uh, okay. Which is kind of wild because uh, while I was playing it, I'm like, yeah, this is clever. This is clever. And then when I was done, I was like, yeah, okay. okay. You know when you have mm-hmm. games like that where you're continuously playing it, you're, yeah, this is pretty good. And then at the end, you just kind of walk away and like, I hope the weather outside is good. <laughs> it was because you're thinking about flying all the time. That's why. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fair. But at the same time, I didn't have that with other games. Mm-hmm. So yeah um for me it t- i agree but it takes two for me it was the pull to go back like i played it with with my daughter absolutely mm-hmm. looking forward to finish my work day so that we could play another chapter like that pull to go back to a game i don't feel it as much as i used to there's a lot of games there are a lot of options i have a pull to play a game but a specific game not as much do you follow what i mean so for me yeah. like until it was over you're right it's not gonna really stay with you like to me at least uh, right. But like the experience of playing it, did. not necessarily the, the narrative of it, themes of it. I thought those were kind of a little shallow, but, you know, but yeah. fit the game perfectly. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. There's a sense of authorship to that game that is, uh, you know, in a very uh, less personal way, uh, similar to the Artful Escape, in which, like, there's a bit of the creator in that game. Yeah. Even though, like, um, you know, like, it's not necessarily at that same level of a personal story or personal journey, which I think why the Artful Escape stood out a lot more for me. But uh, there's a lot of uh, personality and authorship to it takes two. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'll be really honest. I would place neither of them at three, four, or five. Okay. Wow. Like uh, for me, for me, we have inscription and loop hero, and those are very easy fits for the three, four, five like part. 
Yeah, but it's hard to do that with Felsi <laughs> hasn't played either. Right, but yeah, at the same time, I don't think that necessarily means that they can't be three four five. It just means that Felsi missed out on games three four five. I I don't I don't disagree with that at all. I think right. um, yeah, I just didn't play them, so I wouldn't know. And that's why I wanted to discuss the games that we all play, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So for, uh, for for me, uh, like I said, I'll be really honest. I don't think either of those games would make it in in my top five. Maybe at number five, you know. Yeah, but considering but I, that how much uh, Osama and I would uh, enjoyed them, they would make mm-hmm. uh, some spots there yeah. or the full, uh, overall Habibi's list. You know. Yeah. No, for sure. For, for sure. sure. I I'm just feeling that inscription and loop hero. Like if if. Like Osama, let's, uh, because you played you played uh, Guardians and it takes two and Loop Hero and yes. you play you're 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 the connecting factor here. Yeah, that's true. For, right. for me, from all of these, Inscription is definitely it was almost my game of the year. Like I went right. back and forth between Returnal and Inscription, and really, I'm still not sure if I made the right choice. They're both such excellent games, so I, I would definitely put Inscription above. I'll be uh, yeah, okay I, with that. I'm okay I'm, with Osama okay actually with well. being the tiebreaker on this. Oh, yeah, thank I, you. That's so much power. I don't know yeah. how I feel about this. <laughs> I don't know either. It depends on which you pick for number four and five. Since you create the sheet, you get some extra points. Also, we're Ooh, like we, we are an hour podcast. We're not a four-hour podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we gotta we gotta hurry this up. Is what you're saying? Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not that we have to hear. Like uh, these are the games we agree on. We have five games that we don't agree on. So <laughs> right. Yes. No, but I, uh, Osama, can you can you give your reasoning for my inscription? ends at three so inscription is an incredibly solid game on its own when you start playing it for the game itself it's a card game Mm -hmm. and as as i'm a huge fan of card game as a card game it's solid it's fun there's a lot of strategy there's a lot of surprise it's it's roguelike elements make it very replayable and then there's this like other layer of narrative on top of it sorry another layer of mechanics on top of it where it's also an escape room game and this you figure out like right away as as soon as you play it that changes the whole dynamic of the game in an interesting and surprising way and just those two together would have been enough but then there's another layer of narrative on top of it and then when you finish the game you didn't really like there's more to discover and it just keeps surprising you at like just, at a pace that I've n- I didn't think possible from this right. little game that I downloaded uh, based on Rami's like offhand recommendation. And I'm like I hadn't at the point I played this game I hadn't heard all that much about it. I asked, okay, what game am I missing? And people said play this, and it kept surprising me over yep. and over and over. It's like a layered cake, but you know, not coherent flavors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all delicious. Cake. But, that's but it's thing. all delicious, it's right? All like delicious. you go in, you go in for a chocolate cake, and then the second layer is like mango, and you're like, wait, what? What? But it goes we well ma- who makes a mango cake? But also, <laughs> wow, okay, chocolate mango. This actually works pretty well. Uh, I God, now I want chocolate mango ice. Cream. Now I want chocolate mango anything. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, we made mistakes. No, but let's start with food. <laughs> hey, yeah, let's do food. Uh, <laughs> top ten Habibi's food. Oh, no. <laughs> Fozzy, seriously, this should be your next game play. It's yeah, yeah, it is. That's the problem. It is. I downloaded it, but then I made the mistake of starting playing Shin Megami Tensei. So, uh, oh, yeah. so we'll so, we'll talk about inscription like halfway next year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. So, so inscription for three. I'm I'm very happy with that. Yeah. Uh, I, and then, I would honestly, even though Rami felt 
a little bit strongly about it, I would still put Guardians of the Galaxy next. And the reason for that is because I loved it. Fauzi has it as his number one, and that weighs a lot. And Remy didn't hate it. Yeah. Wow, I sound like such a terrible person right now. Like, <laughs> Here's the thing we both loved, and Rami didn't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I mean to say is if you're like, no, 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 I don't like this game, then it, like like you did with, with It Takes Two, then It Takes Two would go right. much, yeah, much lower. Fair. But for you, you were like kind of meh, but positive on it. Like a but at the same meh. time, like for me, if you if you take Guardians, then you have Persona 5 Strikers, you've got yeah. Loop Hero. So there, for me, you know, that... But it, okay, you know what? Khalas, like... Yeah, but let's none of those that. are anyone's number one, unless Persona Five Strikers is your number Fellas, one. You're right. Like, let's let's Fauzi Fauzi needs his voice. Like, he's he's much shorter <laughs> than us. Like, let's make sure. He... <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm the loudest though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that usually scads, right? <laughs> so okay, Guardians for number four. I'm yes. uh, Like like the mem. Let's 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 keep that. Yes. Um, then and now for we the fight. Record, for the for the listeners, I'm not that short. I'm good. No, height. no, no. Those two are freakishly <laughs> tall. <laughs> this is fair. This is fair. Fauzi is not short. Yes, I'm just very tall. <laughs> yes, Asama's sort of middle tall, and, which is, is mind boggling for me because I'm like almost six foot three, and anywhere I go, if Rami's not there, I'm like the tallest or very close to it. Then Rami's there, and I'm looking up to him the entire time. It makes no sense. Makes sense to me. Just that, everybody is short. Yeah. Well, it's cool. Like you know, we have we have a Habibi for every size. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. Fair. All right. So next up, episode. Just say no. Three, three game developers of every size drinking good Arab tea. <laughs> All right. So next up, we have Persona Five Strikers and Loop Hero, which each of which only two of us have played, and we have to try to figure out who cares about these games. Right. Loop Hero, which I played, uh, is my number eight, which is good. Uh, Persona Five is the number five of Fauzi. So Rami, I think you're more or less the tiebreaker here. You've played both. So what do yeah, you like for me, more? It's, for me, it's going to be Loop Hero, like easily. Uh, okay. I really, really adored Persona Five. Like I, I'll straight up say that. Like it was such a good world to come back into, and it was. It would have been so easy to make a bad game out of Persona Five Strikes, right? Like it yeah. will be so straightforward to do a bad job with that game, and instead they recaptured the magic, they recaptured the Phantom Thieves, they created new stakes, they they got that style back from the original turn-based game and then managed to make it work as effectively like a, a you know large-scale hack and slash uh, it's an incredible game and 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 it 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 does some really good things in representation it does some really good things in sort of like storytelling it unpacks very personal uh, very personal topics and it goes hard persona 5 goes very hard uh, but persona 5 strikers does not pull any punches yeah but for me like from a game dev point of view i am so um uh, inspired by like it's it's so rare that another team with an entirely different style picks up a sequel to another game and then makes them in their own style and still as you play it to go like this is a continuation you know like you yeah. don't even feel like they're two separate games though they they are for every intents and purpose like the yeah. the, the way those two games continue each other uh, and still manage to keep the the style of the game and the style of the dev team like hats off never seen anything like yeah. it very very no. impressive Gen- genuinely the the fact that i had to go back and look at the original persona 5 and be like how does combat work again in this game because in my mind it had just switched to the persona 5 strikers combat 
And then when I watched my mom, uh, um, when I watched back some videos from my mom playing Persona 5 and then went back to look at Strikers, I'd be like, wait, how does that work again? Because it's not turn-based, this one. Like, it just genuinely, it's so fluid that they, they meld into the same memory, which is remarkable, right? But Loop Hero, for me, really, really stood out. Um, it was unlike anything I've ever played. It is such a good mix of deck builder, of roguelike, of auto battler, just three genres, four genres that shouldn't work together, but somehow feel coherent and feel together. Um, I've never played anything like Loop Hero, and I adore it. I absolutely adore that game. So for me, it would it, Loop Hero would take. Well, since we said that you were the tiebreaker before we knew <laughs> what you were going to choose, I'm good with that. Are you good with that, Fozzie? Loop Hero? I'm good with that. Time? Yeah, I'm right. good with that. Good. All right. So. I think, like, you know, just the last note on Persona 5, like, one of the, the hardest things about recommending this game for me is that whenever I'm going to tell someone, this game is so good, you have to play it. But also, first, you need to spend 120 hours in this other game, finish that, and then jump into this one to really, really right. get the best of it. Sometimes yes. it's a bit of a tall order. Uh, yeah. which is I'm guessing that's why Osama, you didn't get the chance to play yeah, it yourself that's, right? that's exactly why because I'm like yeah, yeah I'll play it as soon as I play Persona 5 and I have Persona 5 and I'm like oh that's a 200 hour game I'm just going to finish off a few of these games for my list first and yeah here we are and it's the same yeah. reason I haven't started a Yakuza I've downloaded all of them I'm waiting to go uh, go play Zero. It's so, so good. Yeah. Go play Zero. Man. That's the problem. Yeah. I want to. That's, it's not that I'm saying no, but I'm like, like I'm currently finishing like ten games. Right, but like for, for Yakuza, genuinely, just don't worry about one, two, three, four, five, six, or seven. Like, yeah, do Zero. If you fall in love with Zero, you're automatically gonna play the other. Right. Yes, and if you don't, then Zero on its own is still a remarkable game, even if it's not. Even if at the end you go like, I'm, I don't really feel like playing more of this because to be honest, Yakuza is a very formulaic series. Yeah, yeah. It does smart twists on everything, but at the end, a Yakuza game is a Yakuza game is a Yakuza yeah. game. So. If you play one, then you get, a, you get the gist of how most of them play. Right, yes. Yeah. All right, I'm in. I, well, I mean, I've been day. in the whole time. I've been convinced. It's just, I will play it. All right. yeah. One day, so one day we get to the away. One day when Osama's yeah. away or something, uh, Rami and I will do a top ten Yakuza game list. And <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I'm, gonna hold I'm you in for that. that. <laughs> I'm in for that. All right. So we did one, two, three, four, five, six. What I propose mm-hmm. is that we do number ten and come back to seven. Hear me out. So in my opinion, it takes two should be our number ten because both me and Fozzie have it on our top ten. So it wouldn't make sense to have a game on two people's top 10 and not make it the Habib, into the Habib's top 10. But because Rami doesn't feel strongly about it, it would be at the bottom of it. How does that sound? Is that a good All right, let's put it there for now. Let's let's iterate <laughs> on this. Let's iterate. We're not going right, to instantly right. make a perfect list. We're going we're gonna to iterate on this. All right, I'm good. Fine so with this that. is a starting point. All right. All right. So I'm we're looking for, that. for now, we're looking for three games to fit into the eight, nine. So, so yes. just to make sure I got this straight, we've got Seven Hitman nine, 3. Sorry. Yes. We've got Resident yeah. Evil Village, Riders Republic, Deathloop, Metroid Dread, Returnal, Forgotten City, Slice and Dice, Backbone, Babel Royale, Destiny 2 Beyond Light, Opus Echo of Starsong, Near Replicant, and Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Yes. Yes. We need to pick right. three from those. All right. So how about each of us go to our list and remove the two we care least about? All right. Okay. How about that? I could do that. How about let's make that list smaller? Do well, since part. mine is ordered. That's easy right. for me, too. <laughs> That's easy for me. 
I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm good with this. I'm I'm good. So now we have left a much smaller list, which I think is is gonna make this simpler. Uh, so we have Hitman Three, Resident Evil Village, Riders Republic, Returnal, Forgotten City, Babel Royale, Destiny Two Beyond Light, and Opus Echo of Star Song. Now I'm gonna make this simpler for y'all. Neither of you is gonna think Destiny Two is. <laughs> so I'm just gonna remove the Star Horse. Yeah. Because it's not that's not going to be worth like arguing over. Because I'm just going to talk for three minutes, and then both of you are going to be silent. Have either of you played? <laughs> this Forgotten is a trauma, City? y'all. <laughs> <laughs> have, have either of you played Forgotten City? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. Okay, I was well, impressed. Okay, good. So that's not a no. Um, no. Well, my argument for what the number seven is, I think it should be Returnal, and because it's my number one. So in a similar way that Guardians of the Galaxy made it in because it was Fauzi's number now one. Now you're just playing politics, man. This is some, oh, this is some, hey, hey, some favors trading here. This is, this is fair. It's like, come on. You cannot have it be one of our number ones and not make the list. That doesn't make sense either. I, I don't know. I don't even have a number one. I don't get the free. I don't get the free. You have like... two games left. What's your favorite from Opus and Babel Royale? Choose your number it's one. Opus. There you go. So you have a number one now, <laughs> and I have a number one. Yeah, I don't think that's how we're. I, 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 I understand <laughs> what you're doing. The last one, and we're done. <laughs> no, look, and then we're done. <laughs> 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 so i hear you but also returnal i understand but also was it really that good yes so i have a love-hate relationship with returnal i i'll admit that freely but the love part was like the world building the craft of making uh that world with so many few parts like the emotions that it invokes that is out of this world it, no pun intended but <laughs> It, no pun intended, but pun intended. But pun intended retroactively. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm claiming that pun. It is a masterclass in world building, in my humble, and in, in just like evoking emotion. Um, it's elegant. It's incredibly elegant and really well done. And for that part alone, the, in my opinion, again, there's no other game that came out this year that did that. Right. So I, I think what I'm doing mentally right now is like, okay, Rami, if you don't get to add another game and you only have Osama and Fauzi's games, Right, which ones would I put at the top? That's kind of how I'm looking at this, and I'm I'm having a hard time putting Returnal in that in that list. Uh, I think it will be third for me if I'm looking at it that way. Right? That's I don't know. Like if if both if both of you look at the other people's lists, so mm-hmm. that's the problem. I have not played any of the five games. I have not played Hitman Three, Resident Evil Village, Riders Republic, ba- Battle Royale, or Opus. So if I have to look at your list, I pick nothing. See, this is and Osama's just gonna get his his wishes because he hasn't played yeah. enough video games this year. Well, I played That's almost it. fifty video games. It's not games. my fault. 50, like thousands 50. of games came out this it's year. It's less than one a week. For, uh, yeah, Osama. <laughs> Come on, it's almost one Come a week. Come on, That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a long time. <laughs> I mean, like you know, your job is in games, right? You're playing games all day long. You could finish yeah. two mm. a week easily. <laughs> yeah, easy, easy. What is this? What is this beginner stuff? What have you been up to? A podcast or something? Come oh on. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well well now we're kind of stuck we have three slots potentially we have three right. people maybe we could do it that way all right let, let's make our so so let's um uh, Fauzi, let's hear your argument if you had to pick one of your own i would go with hitman 3 all right i mean like hitman 3 is so much fun i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> um i still like i have so many fun water cooler moments that i shared with a lot of people here on the podcast 
Um, I was genuinely like yeah. hysterical moment playing that game. Yeah, <laughs> was it Jimmy Osama who dropped somebody over the balcony into yeah, that was me. Well, I haven't played it, so it wasn't me. <laughs> oh, I still I, laugh you know, about that memory. Of that well, that's hilarious. Or like you know, when I slammed like a banana in a guy's face. Yes, or the banana. Like, <laughs> there's so many fun moments, but also like I think using that same toolkit. Uh, in one of the maps, and Rami, I will remind you of this, um, they managed to uh, somehow recreate Knives Out. Right. <laughs> and, like, it's, it's using the same systems. It's the exact same yep. systems. It was like, you know, this goofy assassin game. Yep. And they managed to utilize that same systems to create this very fun um, detective, detective game. game. And yeah. probably, like, uh, this is, was one of the better detective games I have played. Yeah, for you know, sure. like very few games have managed to successfully be able to translate to you being a detective in a way that that one level did, and I think that's why like it ranked really high for me. In which like right. that toolkit is so, um, and the systems they're so versatile that they made games within this game. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I I would uh, honestly, personally, I would not be, uh, I would not object to putting Hitman next personally. Okay, I don't object either. I mean, I've played Hitman games in the past, so I could imagine that this was a very good one. This, this one is honestly, if you like Hitman games, yes. Hitman Three fits like a like murder glove. Yeah, yeah. but oh, nice. um, it I is like still it. it is still much better than you would expect. Like they this, really took the formula to a next level. I, although I really like that expression, please tell me the episode's not going to be called Murder Glove. That would be really bad. <laughs> I mean, that's how this is how we're going to decide the next two games. What do you mean? Like, of course, it's going to be called Murder Glove. I thought it was going to be a Habibi of every size. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that gets my vote. <laughs> I'm. Uh, so we'll we'll think about that one. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so Hitman Three, uh, and then I guess. Um, Fauzi, do you have any really strong case for the top 10 for Resident Evil or Riders Republic? For me, I think um, considering what, Os- what Osama said about Returnal, Forgotten mm. City or Opus, you know, like I, would, I wouldn't want to fight to put another one up there. But I wanted okay. the, these games to be mentioned. mentioned. And like, so we yeah. can talk about like, you know, how good both of these games are, especially that um, in Riders Republic. Is, I, yeah, I feel like it's one of those games that went a little bit unnoticed. And it, I, it I had a, and I struggled kind of like thinking like should I talk about this or not? But like I was a fan of this game before I joined uh, the company, and I was like mm-hmm. I still want to talk about this game because it's like you know it's a lot of fun, you know you know yeah. roll roll stuff downhill with a lot of other people and having a blast. It's uh, it's a it's a it's a very fun game, and I just wanted to give it a voice. Mm-hmm. But on a Habibi stuff, considering that two people haven't played it, yeah, it's a bit tough. Yeah. <laughs> this is how I felt with the Destiny thing. Yeah. yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> no, I get it. I'm just gonna edit in such a long pause after your story. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, okay, tamam. So, Resident Evil Village and Riders Republic, we're gonna we're gonna say okay that they're not gonna make it, probably, probably, probably. All right, yeah. unless Osama and I both make very bad cases for our game. <laughs> so, like, I think all three of us played Returnal, no? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm the only one who has it on my list, so it's very possible that that counts. It I don't know. Like, I thought it was good. Yeah, same. I, th- I think, I think I it's better I- than It Takes Two, too. So, you know, like, I, I'm a, like, it should make it on the list from my point of view. Oh, I think so, so you want to bump out It Takes Two for Returnal? That's your No, I don't. I, I think it's better than It Takes Two, and we still have two spots open. So I, I, I don't think <laughs> I can make, like, I love Babel Royale, but I don't think I can make a 
a case for it making it on the <laughs> list among these games. So I, I, uh, I'd be happy for Returnal and Opus to make the last yeah. two slots. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. Agree. Uh, we'll just have to figure out in which order. Yeah, I have a tell us Opus. about Opus so that we give yeah. we give Opus a time in um, and some airtime. Yes. So Opus Opus is a very strange game because it is many things at once. Um, but mo- the most important thing you should know about the game is that it is a game made by a small team um, in Taiwan, um, and it is it is the third or fourth game in a series that I've deeply deeply loved. Uh, that I just they haven't made they haven't managed to break through here in the West, right? And one of the things that um, I really like about the game is that it doesn't shy away from using the, their own culture, right? Um, and I think that is something that we don't see very often. Like pretty much every game on our list right now is built from a either Japanese or very Western point of view. Um, and Opus manages to, again, like marry together a whole bunch of stuff with a very sincere very genuine story Mm -hmm. um and some really interesting puzzles right like it's kind of a puzzle game it's sort of an exploration game it's sort of a like uh you know like fly around the world map um there's kind of all sorts of things happening and it it all works well it's gorgeous um it, it just got super overlooked because you know people look at it and they're like i don't understand this mythology and then just kind of moved on I played um, an hour of it, and like I really saw everything that you're talking about, uh, Rami. It it looks way bigger than the, the the than a game of that size and that team size would be able to produce. Like it's yeah, incredible quality, I would say, and like a very interesting world as well. Yeah, yeah, and that's the interesting thing because they're telling they're telling a. Um, they're telling a, a a local myth, right? It's a it's a it's a it's a story from from that region of Asia, um, but they're telling it as a sci-fi story. So it was funny because I talked to some some friends from that region, and they just went like, "Yeah, yeah, it's this story." Mm-hmm. Like, wait, what? They're like, "Yeah, no, it's just a it's a very common it's a very common." So like everybody who knows their literature and their their old stories, they they know how this story is going to end from the moment it starts because you recognize sort of the setup. That's yeah. interesting. And I'm like, oh wow, okay, so this is just. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, but it's not like a ripoff of that story or anything. No, no, no. It's it's both a very old story and also like they're doing their own spin on it. But you immediately recognize it. And I'm like, can you imagine that with like an like Arab mythology? <laughs> like that's the part that just makes me really happy about this game is they did it and finally Opus made it a little bit into the into the press uh, in the West. But also as I was playing it, I was just I was so enamored with the world and with the characters and with the game. And the gameplay is, you know, it's not it's not a complex game. It's pretty straightforward. It's light on its mechanics. It's really a, a delivery method for its narrative, for its story, for its world. Um, it's beautiful. It sounds beautiful. It's it just it's very good. I, I'm, I'm happy that this game will have a place on our list, to be honest. I agree. I Me agree. too. I haven't played it, but with everything you're saying, I'm yeah, looking forward to you should absolutely it. play it. Yeah, you should. You should. It's uh, it's wonderful. But then you know, obviously, the 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 game that is left then is Returnal. Uh, to to figure out a, which one of these goes first, right? I'm, I, I'm yeah. comfortable with either eighth or ninth. Okay. How you felt about? It. So I don't. Mind so that's if, a problem because I'm the same. 
Uh oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're the tiebreaker. Yeah, I played a bit having of both. And both I haven't, yeah, yeah, haven't played a bit of both, and I haven't like played a lot more of both. So I would say like Opus um, is a and it, like creates an interesting world and all of that, and Returnal does too. Returnal is quite unique in uh, the kind of game that it is. Like uh, you need mm-hmm. to play Returnal to kind of get what Returnal is, even though like people might explain it to you to some extent. And I think like the um, the uniqueness in world and story uh, puts it higher up for me than Opus. Mm-hmm. So. That's right. Then we do that. I think we have a list, gentlemen. I think we have a list. Let's 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 go through it and see if any of us is very upset about anything. Oh, I yeah, no, I am actually. All right. So from the bottom, we have at number ten, it takes two. Yep. At number nine, Opus Echo Star Song. Yep. At number eight, we have Returnal. Seven, Hitman Three. Six, Persona Five Strikers. Five, Loop Hero. Four, Guardians of the Galaxy. Three, Inscription. Two, Unpacking. And one, The Artful Escape. What a what a list of games! What a what a year! Yeah, I need to argue though. What? I'm sorry, but I I think unpacking should go on one. <laughs> That's it. That's the argument. That's the only thing. The only thing I would change is I would flip the one and two. Mm. <laughs> oh, so man. I think the argument I want to make okay. is that the argument I want to make is that I think that the artful escape does a tremendous job of of sort of like lean like sort of like what do you call it like weaving in all these feelings about creativity that any creative has had in their life right and that it is meaningful and that it is uh resonant and that it does such an incredible job of creating uh, a metaphor through both through gameplay and through narrative through its world through its art through its music it does an incredible job of weaving that all together into an incredibly coherent experience and even though you can tell that this is a, a young design team, they actually use that to their benefit, yeah. right? Um, they're they're shying away from certain traditions and certain like expectations of what the game should be, and they're sort of stubbornly moving against that in some places. Most notably with the character creator, right? Which I think is still one of my favorite touches of game design of the past year. Um, but I want to argue that unpacking does all of the above, but it does it for the incredibly and absolutely 100% of humans has had this experience moving, right? And I think the amount of resonance unpacking creates, the amount of like life that it touches is bigger than Artful Escape, even though both of them do an equal job of using that to strong effect. It's just the feeling of unpacking, the feeling of opening a box of your stuff and the feeling of seeing a life through that lens, it, it meaningfully thing changed my life and the way I look at things, right? The way I look at stuff, that I own, the way I look at like keeping things and throwing away things. And I think Artful Escape just reiterated something that I already knew deep down, which is that the job we do is hard and it's personal and it takes effort. And I've been through that fight, right? I've been through the Artful Escape. I've done the Artful Escape. I've done that in my life. Um, and I've recently done it with Vlambeer, right? Like escaping from what Vlambeer is and trying to become Rami. Right. But I think unpacking will stay true for all of my life. It's, right? you know, like what you're saying, Rami, resonates a lot with me because, like, both of these games also spoke to me on a very deep level, right? Like, the, mm-hmm. you know, the creative uh, journey simplified in Artful Escape and then my actual life journey with unpacking as I, like, moved my life across seven countries. Right. <laughs> uh, Especially for you, I feel unpacking must have been a pretty deep cut. Yeah. I played unpacking three times. Right. 
you know, like um, I finished the game and then I replayed it. And I, like, it was this thing where I was like, I could start a new game today, but then like, but it's sitting there on my dashboard. I'm going to play this again. Right. I, I spent so much time crying at unpacking that it's not even, it's not even funny because <laughs> it hit at like sort of like a, a sensitive time for me. And I just, I just wept at that game, like continuously. It, it had a, and then I smiled at it because, you know, there's also the little moments of like joy and triumph. Yeah. Um, and like recognizing things and starting to recognize things from that life. And it's just like, it's such a, it's so hard to imagine how complete the encapsulation of a life can be through just the items that you have with you. Yeah. But my God, does it, is it everything? Right. Yeah. It's, it's tough. Yeah. I I completely understand. Like with with Artful Escape finishing it, I was like, I was inspired to create stuff Mm -hmm. as well. And that's a very powerful feeling, you know, like, wow, that's cool. I want to do stuff, you know, like <laughs> I want to do stuff that touch people in that way as well. Yeah. And um, I'm packing on a, on a very different, uh, but very similar uh, emotional inducing kind of way as well. Yep. I, you know what? I'll be fine with either. Yeah. It's, <laughs> to be honest, I'd be fine with either too. They're both really excellent. On my list, they came super close together. Uh, I have, okay. yeah, like they're, they're I would, both really like, you know, like the, Sorry, Osama, I think like there's the, the, the game maker part of me that wants to uh, want to say like uh, the, the Artful Escape is a, it's a bigger game to be brought together by, by a, as a debut or as a team that yeah. hasn't done a game to get, together before. So uh, for, for them to realize this vision and to bring it in, in that scope, I thought was also impressive. So, right. So other than the message itself, like, you know, why it's uh, a high up game out there, like it was hard for me to not think about how difficult it is to make games under these circumstances and all of this. So imagine you being uh, a small team doing this together for the first time, some members making a game for the first time and for them to make something this impactful um, was kind of in there for me as well. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, from from what I'm and I'm 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 just obviously going to read this in in favor of my opinion here. Uh, but if you two both don't care, I do care. Okay. Like if both of you say like I don't, I think both the arguments can be made for both of them. I genuinely think unpacking is a, a larger thing, and I'm I'm saying this explicitly, this bluntly, so that if either of you go like, wait, no, 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 that you have an opportunity to like counter blunt. Is that a word? <laughs> it is now. <laughs> I mean, for me, like right. I, I find it hard to fight to, to to start a fight over the number one and two best games yeah. of this year. You know, I I, I mean, uh, it would be a good like cliffhanger for like the fifty first <laughs> episode of the Habibis. <laughs> we'll do like a midweek a midweek teasers like. <laughs> uh, I, I'm very comfortable working first. I, Artful Escape is still be a little bit higher on my list simply because of how impactful it was at a time that i really needed it unpacking right. is an excellent game as well so no no argument not going to i'm not gonna swap them around i'm gonna leave i'm gonna leave it to osama osama's the spreadsheet bird oh no okay i'll wait for the final word from fozy and if not then i'm gonna... yeah artful escape uh ranks a bit higher for me but like you know as you see in my own list they're, not, they're right next to each other there too so yes i've yes. thought about this in my head a lot um uh, and i ended up with artful escape being at the top as well Okay. okay. So I don't know what to do. I'll how about we have two number ones? <laughs> is that a cop out? <laughs> I, I, a it's cop kind out. of a cop out, but at the same time, uh, as we make the rules. 
all right, let's make the rules. Right, but then, but okay, if if we're doing a if we're doing a cop out, in which order do we list them? Oh no, <laughs> why, why do you have to make this so hard? Alphabetically, that way we get what we want, right? Fuzzy? Oh, I, I know it, I know it. Let's exactly. translate it to Arabic. Let's translate it to Arabic and then do it alphabetically. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. I'll, I'll say that would work. That. I don't know either. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm packing. افتح العلب. Okay. الرحيل. It's kind of complicated. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I like doing it in Arabic because I think unpacking will get ahead then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. All right. Mm. I'm, I'm mm. fine. I'm like, let's let's do it. Uh, Osama, you're supposed yes. to decide. No cop outs. Just make a call. All right, I'm going to upset Rami and stay with the order we had before because we're two against one. And I'm I sorry, tried. Rami, I still yes, love you. He but tried, he tried. Yeah. I tried. I mean, I, you know, I'm not trying to like force anything here. I just wanted to make my case. Yeah, I think you had make a very strong case. And honestly, it was by a, a hair <laughs> you make a very strong case, but we're going to ignore it. <laughs> no, we're going to take it under advisement. Right, right. <laughs> Inshallah, Osama exercised the power you gave him. Yeah, yeah. What a mistake! What a mistake! I, I, Rami, Rami will remember this for the next year's oh, the no. game of the year. Oh no! Next year we're like planning who to host this for this episode. Exactly. You have an IOU for next year now, Rami. You better remember it. Though. <laughs> Okay, yes. wow. Then we have but, a list. Um, we have, have a list, list again one more time. Yes, mm-hmm. from the bottom. Bottom. Number 10, It Takes Two. Number 9, Opus, Echoes of Starsaw. Number 8, Returnal. Number 7, Hitman 3. Number 6, Persona 5 Strikers. Number 5, Loop Hero. Number 4, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number 3, Inscription. Number 2, Unpacking. And number one, the artful escape. You know, I had a little hope left that you would just flip around. <laughs> you know, I considered it for a fraction of a second. Yeah, I, like, I heard, no, I heard that, the pause, and I'm like, is, was, "Is he gonna do it? Is he gonna do it?" Too much chaos. I'm like, "No, I'm yeah. not gonna introduce that kind of chaos." <laughs> it's too early in the morning for that. What a list, though. Like, I would be happily, what happily tell people which game should I play for 2021. Play everything on this list. They're yes. all good. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yep, every single one of these games is incredible. What a year for games. Like, I didn't expect yeah. it. I genuinely didn't expect it. Like, at like the start of said, the year... It's so hard to make games under these conditions just to release anything. At and the start of the year, I looked at the at the list ahead and I was just like, I'm not sure if this is going to be if this is gonna be gaming's year, right? Like, I'm not sure if we're going to have good stuff, but yeah. um, we're here and my God. Yeah. yeah. My God. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, how many years in a row? Since... 2017 until now, like better than some yeah, since 2011. I'm not sure really. this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not sure this year is better than some of the years before because we've had some absolutely, but it's so good regardless, yeah. right? Like yeah. without ranking them, like just there, there's not been a year where you're like, well, there's there's really nothing to play, and you know it would have been last year or this year with the console generation switch, yep. uh, you know, PS5 and an Xbox Series X coming out, and you kind of go like, well, I'm not sure if people can. You know, if we can, if we can actually have good PS5. games come out. Well, I mean, I got the PS5, so that was never really a question for me. But yeah. um, you know, like 
Um, uh, and, and, you know, we're skipping games like Ratchet and Clank, which was beautiful and gorgeous. Like, there was such incredible efforts in every aspect of, of game creation. In art, in sound, in, in, in you know, experimentation, in game design, indie, AAA. Like, you know, you look at this list and our, our top three games are indie games, right? Which to me always says, like, it's been a healthy year for, for, for games. Is that this list is, like, pretty much half, half, triple A, triple A, uh, triple A and in, indie, right? Yeah. And even the that, triple that A's are kind of healthy. more double A. Even the, the bigger games are not the biggest blockbuster games. Right, right. It just, it just feels very healthy to me. Yeah, like, I, uh, I always feel like there should be sort of a wave in our industry, like AAA taking the lead and then Indie taking the lead, AAA taking the lead, Indie taking um, on these lists. And I think last year was very much a AAA game for a lot of people, a AAA year for a lot of people. Um, uh, because it was, it was a good year, right? Uh, Flight Simulator, Final Fantasy, Tsushima, Yakuza, yeah. like stuff yep. like that. Hades obviously made it onto a lot of lists, but... Yeah, For, um, my favorite was Ghost of Tsushima, but Hades was such a close second. So good. So, so good. good. Yeah. And that's one AAA, one indie. <laughs> so right. there you go. So it's, it's just, it feels like a very healthy year. And I'm really looking forward to next year. I hope, you know, I hope we get more this, like surprises, like surefire things like the the one game where i'm just like i feel kind of bad because i think for all of us the same thing happened did any of us actually finish halo infinite no i didn't get the chance to unfortunately i yeah i'm really curious if we've played it if we come back to this list we feel like it deserved a spot in here that's the only question i have left i think it'll yeah. still qualify for 2022 for because i'm not gonna play it until the co-op part comes out right that's how same play, so all right yeah no, 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 we'll make it next year yeah. yep yeah. Awesome. That's fair. Wow. You know, so, the thing I like I like a lot about this episode as well is that if everything goes to plan, inshallah, and we host the episode and everything goes uh, as we normally would do it, it should come out on December thirty first. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is the December thirty first episode. Oh my god. Yes. That's we need cool. to sign off for the year. So we sign off the year with our game of the year list, and we get to say to everybody, Happy New Year, everybody. Thank you for yeah. um, sticking with the Habibis with, uh, with these crazy uh, bunch of episodes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> happy New Year. And yeah, Happy New Year. Can't wait to uh, share more with you next year. Yeah, I really hope 2022 will be slightly better as a year, because it was a rough year for me, like just yeah. sort of looking back. It was not the easiest year. But um, but y'all I'm still made so it happy. so much better, right? Like that's it. Like together? this podcast made it so much better. Aww. Like the 2021 for me, like is really uh, is really the, the year of the Habibis. <laughs> this is, you know, I, I do a lot of things. I've been starting on a lot of projects, but like for me, obviously, getting to reconnect a bit with my culture and getting to hang out with you two and like the community and all the good things that are coming out of it. So many interesting initiatives in the community, people reaching out, people like doing things, the emails, everything. So wonderful. I, I look forward to talking about that because soon we'll also have our, you know, our first, I guess our 53rd episode. Yes. Which mm -hmm. will be the first episode after a year of Habibis. Yes. Yep. I think at that point we should do a proper look back and like, Look at the Habibis. But I can I can easily say that 2021 for me, like game of the year is the Habibis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then number two I is unpacking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your persistence, Yarabi. Yes. I love it. Oh, that, that he is. <laughs> yes.
I love it. Uh, number one, the heavy bees. Uh, the top 10 heavy bees. No bias there whatsoever. <laughs> nothing. I love it. Nothing. I love it. All right. Is that it? Did we call it? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Good sanat to Samin, everybody. Good sanat to Samin. Salam. I guess. Wow. Yeah. Salam, I guess. I'm just... Why so sad? I don't know. It feels really weird to wrap up the year. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm just, okay, 2021, inshallah, lots of good stories, lots of good stuff to everybody listening, inshallah, an incredible year for all of you, and uh, yeah, I guess we'll see you in 2022. Yes. (laughs) Salam. Salam. That was the Habibis podcast for this week. I'm Osama Dorias, your host for this episode. You can find me on Twitter at Osama Dorias. My fellow Habibis were Rami Ismail, you can find on Twitter at T-H-A underscore Rami, and Fauzi Mesmar, who you can find on Twitter at Fauzi Mesmar. Send us your questions, stories, suggestions via info at thehabibis.com. Intro and outro music was provided by Malik Zubeda, and the logo was provided by Ibrahim Hamdi. The Habibis is a weekly podcast about free game developers drinking good era tea New episodes launching every Friday, inshallah. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcasting service or check out thehabibis.com for more information. Thank you for listening and assalamu alaikum.